Agent, what's your favorite color? Black. Black? Yeah, and white. And white. Very colorful colors. <laughs> and, and, and red all over. So news, do you like newspapers? Is that newspapers your favorite color? Are newspapers kind of gray? They are. I feel like that joke was always kind of not accurate. And they're always mush and destroyed in my driveway. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I used to deliver newspapers. Like that was like oh, big, big so, part of my so childhood. Oh, so it's your fault. Totally. It's yeah. all your fault then. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, my fingers would be totally black afterwards because of all the ink and everything. Uh, after like throwing tons and tons of papers, it was an absolute disaster. Um, so, so why the why the newspaper reference? So, are you saying there's? Uh, are you alluding to that maybe there might be some news today? Maybe it's time for some news. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's start the show. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And the gentleman to my right, the boy. Oh, just, no, we've got to come up with something different. <laughs> AJ yeah. from the Underground. PSVR Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Gamecats? Happy Wednesday. Woo! What a Wednesday it is indeed. And uh, yeah, man, happy hump day. Hopefully you guys been doing lots and lots of humping, tons of fracking humping out there, and uh, hopefully you continue to do so until we see you again on Friday. See you later, everybody. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a good Wednesday. Happy. Uh, resume humping. <laughs> I know. Now I feel. Uh, now I feel like we interrupted part of somebody's day. We we're like, they're like, whoa, whoa, we gotta stop for Gamescast. <laughs> like, we'll pick this up in an hour. Oh, just keep going. We'll talk you through it. We'll do this together. <laughs> it's getting more uncomfortable. I love every second of it. Guys, uh, a little bit of housekeeping. Make sure, uh, if you haven't joined our Discord already, make sure you go over there and join our Discord. The link's in the description down below. It's where we all hang out 24-7. Um, people uh, during my Arashi stream today were complaining about, or at least somebody was, I didn't hear the names, um, about uh, about multiplayer games on PSVR. Like, Sony's got to do something about this. And I'm like, but for now... We have to do something about that. The gamers, the players, we have to band together and find each other. And, uh, and a great place to do that is on our Discord. So if there's a game you've been wanting to play, but you can't find anyone to play it with you, I can head on over there, man. Um, and also, speaking of which, uh, Professor Lilith started this off with a $5 tip and said, Sunday's 2 p.m. Eastern game is Farpoint. Uh, so make sure that you guys all get in uh, on Discord and sign up for the Sunday's multiplayer game, play some Farpoint together, 2 p.m. Eastern this Sunday. But then for the following week is Bullet Roulette, Firewall, or Trickster. There's some good choices, Trickster. man. Yeah. I think that was on sale right now, too, yeah. which is kind of cool. It, I was really hoping that would be like Gauntlet in VR. And it's close, but but it's it's a little shy of that mark. That's Gauntlet's a, some big shoes to fill, you know? I mean... Gauntlet always felt a little shallow to me, and Trickster is a little shallow. So for me, it actually feels like a perfect gauntlet, VR gauntlet game. Uh, Brian Paul's health is low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Everyone else always loved Gauntlet more than I did. I mean, I know for a four-player game or something. Dark Legacy. I, I have it on the way, actually. Oh. 
Gauntlet Dark Legacy. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming you got you got it on PS1 because that's what you've been obsessed with lately. PS2. Oh, okay. That's right. What was the one on PS1? I don't know. Uh, I actually <laughs> ordered Colony Wars Vengeance. <laughs> nice. And then I've been playing Metal Gear Solid. I, I'm uh, I just uh, I'm fighting um, uh, what's his name, the psychic guy, Psychomantis. Oh, yeah. But I'm also like playing tons of VR room. games too. I mean, we were just talking about VR uh, backlogs recently. Uh, I actually do have some VR backlog games. I, I'm I'm playing. I, I'm continuing Static mm -hmm. um, because you know, long story short, I never finished it, and and I'm having a blast with it. Um, but then my power went out last night while I was about to beat the the level, and then my PS5 actually. Uh, didn't recover. You know how when usually it crashes and and it and it, it comes back up. It says, yeah, yes, yeah. it actually failed to do so, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, but I went to PlayStation.com, got a USB drive, downloaded the PlayStation Five software, uh, booted it into safe mode, and then reinstalled the software. Luckily, everything you know, I have PlayStation Plus. Every all my saves were on the cloud, so I got all my saves back. Um, and then, you know, I have an external hard drive, so I only had to download a couple games back. So really close call. Thank God for that cloud service. Cannot recommend it enough, or at least save it, save your files to an, uh, USB external drive because I would have been screwed. <laughs> Part of me is like, yeah, I'll start everything over from scratch. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's a great game. I mean, the only, um, the, I, the only thing I could ever think of is, you know, like your, no man's sky save or something along those lines where it's just like <laughs> absolutely not like it's just you get too much invested in that to uh to, to ever lose that yeah and then the other game i'm playing is uh shooty fruity those are my two vr backlog games absolutely fantastic and man it just gets better like i always liked shooty fruity but uh but it was like kind of challenging but as you keep playing it you get better at it and then like the game really gets better as well um, so you, uh, yeah, like that game has some stunning special effects, like the explosions. Once you get the, uh, explosive weapons and, and there's explosions, fire and juice flying everywhere. And it, and it looks so good. Um, man, it's incredible. Um, Rudy, yeah, the, Rudy was... the game cat confirms in the chat that trickster is currently on sale for $7 and 49 cents. Um, this is the last day of the sale, you guys. Uh, so if you haven't watched yeah. all four of my sale videos and you don't know what to buy, well, go watch all four videos and figure that shit out ASAP because the sale ends tonight. Yeah, yeah. Buy Static, buy Shooty Fruity, uh, and all the ones that Brian recommends, except for Atex Cybernetic. That was just a mistake. He, he had a typo. Yeah, the, the meter was a little high. There was definitely a few where I, <laughs> after staring at the screen for like eight hours, I barely uh, I barely did any uh, any checks on these to, to double check to make sure nothing was out there that didn't make sense. Um, there, there was like grammatical things or, or, or typos on the Doom one. Uh, I Apparently, I highly recommended Pirate Flight, despite what my voiceover <laughs> said. So, uh, so, you know, just pay, pay close attention. They'll just look at the meter. But it's like Diddy Kong racing in VR. No, it's not. So anyway, I did beat it. Though. Did you? Yeah, it's good to hear. It's good to hear. What game were we talking about? Pirate, Pirate Flight. Right, right, right. Pirate <laughs> yeah. Flight. Yeah, man, we we were hurting for games back then. When that game came out, we were like, I don't know. Let's give it a fair shake. You know, let's let's see, let's see if there's anything here. And we fucking gave it a fair shake. And uh, holy crap, man! Like, yeah, it's hard to recommend these days. 
uh, especially yeah. for, especially for anything more than like so, two bucks. Sometimes we got it so backwards, like everybody does sometimes, where like a game could get so much right and we're so critical on it just because we're disappointed it got those few things wrong. And then there could be like this crappy game that like has some charm or some redeeming qualities and we're like grasping onto those redeeming qualities so much. So something I've actually been thinking about, I'm like, I got to be careful not to do that. Got to be just fair and straightforward with with stuff from now on. It can be difficult. (laughs) Stingray X says I bought Pirate Flight. Is that because of Brian? <laughs> no, God, no, I don't want to take responsibility for that. Um, yeah, it's I, it's tough. It's tough to review games, and uh, and especially when you look back at things and you say, and you say, man, we really spent so much time talking about all the negatives. Um, but it's sometimes when those negatives uh, get in the way of your enjoyment, it's okay to it's okay to harp on about uh, a little longer than normal. Stay out of the fucking chat, AJ. I'm not going to put up with this nonsense today. If I see you typing in the chat. Is just I'm going typing to, some extra I'm, notes I'm going to for time, the fire sprite I'm going to time you out from the chat, okay? I will, <laughs> will remove your moderator status. Pay attention, man. If there's you only, time me out, I will t- become more powerful than you could ever imagine. There's only two of us here, man, <laughs> if you're not okay, paying I'm attention. Sorry. I'm listening. <laughs> there's only two of us. Right? That when, there, when, there, when there were three of us here, you could zone out. You could totally tune out the conversation for a minute and be okay. <laughs> Uh, I think that takes care of all the housekeeping. I do want to say uh, one quick note. I know that a bunch of people, uh, we have a new, new a lot of Patreon supporters. Uh, one thing I want to point out real quick is that the list up gets updated on the first of every month. So if you're like, oh, man, I'm a, I'm a Patreon supporter. How come that list isn't uh, updated? How come my name isn't on there? It's because it gets updated on the first of every month. That's after the payments go through. Uh, otherwise, everyone could just sign up for it and get your name on the list all month long and never pay anything. So. That's why that happens. Uh, but we do appreciate all of you guys. Patreon.com slash without parole games. AJ, we've got a bunch of news to talk about today, don't we? Oh, my God. Not just a lot of news. Huge news, Brian. Uh, but first, we're going to kick things off and let you guys know, as a reminder, Hitman 2 is one of the free PlayStation Plus games. Now, I don't care if you don't have Hitman 3 yet, which is required <laughs> to play Hitman 2 in VR. Go ahead and make sure you add this to your library, add it to your collection, so that you can have it for later, possibly, because you're going to want it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, like, these games can be, you know, expensive when you when you don't get them on sale or when you don't get them free on Plus. And as soon as you pick up uh, Hitman 3, I, I mean, honestly, there's, there's a part of me that says when you pick up Hitman 3, make sure that you have Hitman 1 and 2 already so that you can start from the very beginning. I don't think the story is so strong that you really need to do it, but there's characters that, you know, maybe you get a little bit more out of the story if you start from the beginning. And I and I and I honestly like seeing how IO Interactive sort of evolved throughout the course of the trilogy, the uh, World of Assassination trilogy. It seems mm-hmm. like they sort of figured things out as they went and levels got bigger and better and more complex and the way that things interacted got more interesting. Um, but there's a part of me that also says it peaked at Hitman 2. And in Hitman 3, as good as it was, I didn't enjoy those levels nearly as much as the ones in Hitman 2. So oh, I know I, a lot of people agree with you, um, but man, I am all about Hitman 3. Like, the story, <clears throat> the the production, the, the, the visual uh, fidelity of, like, the levels, the reflections. Like, there's not a lot of VR games. You know, we're used to, especially in the early days, a lot of games with, like, not much lighting or not much... 
like detail and reflections, beautiful lighting and reflections. And it just has that so that really polished look that I've always liked about console games, especially PlayStation consoles. Um, it just looks gorgeous. And I love the story. So epic. Yeah, I love I love how it feels epic. The story itself I don't love, but I do love how the missions themselves feel epic. And as you progress, it feels each level almost feels like its own game. Uh, and to the point where when I finish a level in Hitman, I want to take a step back and go, I'm just going to come back tomorrow for the next level. Like, I don't even want to get into it yet because I know it's going to suck up all my time. At first, I'll just run around and like start want to look at everything it has to offer. Uh, but but I'm not going to actually want to get into it and figure out how things work together and, and, and kind of deal with all the puzzle-solving sandbox elements. So anytime I finish a level in any Hitman game, it's like, yep, I'm done for the day. I will see you tomorrow. Are you telling me Hitman 3 or Hitman is a puzzle game? Very much so. Oh my god! It, very much. No, so. no, I've yeah. been lied to. It, it's just like Mike Tyson's punch out. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for the first story. Just a reminder: make sure you go do that. Um, uh, the other news that dropped today. Uh, actually, first saw this from Mr. Nikilo and in, in our trusty mod who dropped this in the Discord, and that is No Man's Sky Expedition Number Trace is upon us. It's called Cartographers. And um, they posted in their <clears throat> on the No Man's Sky website a little bit of information about it. And uh, yeah, the uh, there was two previous ones that were pretty cool. They had you do like a bunch of missions. And if you completed everything, you'd get like the first one, for instance, you get like a gold ship or like one that is only unique to somebody that completed those missions or knew somebody and got and got one as well. Um, but they, uh, posted in the blog and had a little bit of, uh, information on this one. And yeah, by the way, are you, uh, are you, have you participated in any of these yet? Nope. And I won't be, I simply won't be. It's when I dive into no man's sky, I'm barely scratching the surface of the core regular ass game. And I know people have suggested, Hey, this is actually a pretty decent jumping off point. Like if you want to get in and, uh, and, and just do something that's kind of like this that's core to No Man's Sky that you don't need to be crazy leveled up for or have a ton of, uh, you know, uh, be really advanced for. Like, these, these aren't all that bad. Um, but I'm just not interested. I'm just not interested. The same way I'm not interested in uh, basically, uh, like, the hit, the Hitman 3 contracts, the same way I'm not interested in, uh, like, I'm not interested in a lot of DLC, honestly, for a lot of different games. In these, anything that's timed, I'm just like, I'm just not going to have time for this. Uh, so sadly, I'm not good enough at No Man's Sky to just jump in and say, yep, let's do this. I'm going to spend the next 10 hours of my life doing this. Uh, speaking of which, how long did the last couple take you? Well, I didn't actually complete the last ones, uh, but because the time they came out, well, I think we got hit with a bunch of other stuff. Right, right. Um, but <clears throat> uh, this one I am absolutely doing 110%. But the last ones, I think the first one took like 30 hours, 40 hours, 50 hours, depending on... Uh, it was a pretty big one. It, it, it was a pretty big one. The second one, I think, was a little bit less. Um, and then this one, they say, this season places all exp uh, expeditioners on the toxic world of Gisto Major, uh, where their bespoke starship will require specialist attention to repair and launch into space. That's the traditional way of starting an, uh, in No Man's Sky. You figure out basically how to repair your stuff, how to use your basic stuff. Then you figure out how to repair your ship and then you're off into the sky. Um, 
but they say that um, they try to make these like uh, different from each other, and this is another unique journey with foc- being focused primarily on deep exploration of just a single planet, and it's going to have you go all through it. Um, what I can say is the reason, Brian, that I'm going to be doing this one is because one of the rewards is a pet monstrosity, which is basically like having your own pet alien, uh, which is really cool. Like vicious, scary ass looking alien. That's cool. I, I, I think I'd like a pet monstrosity. Yeah. That, that sounds like a decent enough reward for me to take a second look at this. And go, Maybe this is the <laughs> one I want to do. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm so, I, I would so have to have somebody take me by the hand. You don't even understand. I mean, maybe you understand. Maybe, I understand. maybe you've listened to the stories. Maybe Nick has told you. <laughs> Nick's like, uh, combine this and this to make that. And I look at my inventory for like five minutes and go, hold on a second. What? Like, that's how, how it starts, man. Yeah. Oh, and that's how it started for the first 30 hours. So it's going to take me a little while, man. I, I, I don't catch on to some of these things as quickly as everyone else does. Uh, real quick, Nihilus Ryan, the game feeling with $5 tips, has just bought a GameCat hoodie yesterday. It's awesome to hear. I haven't checked on the Teespring store at all. I uh, can't wait to rep the GameCat family wh- wherever I'm at. Anything to get us closer to hashtag higher AJ time. Thank you so much, Nihilus Ryan. Appreciate the tip and uh, and obviously repping the GameCat community. Uh, if it doesn't show it underneath your video, we do have a store over on Teespring. There should be a bunch of uh, bunch of things for you to GameCat things for you to buy um, if you're interested. Also, we got Emily Baxter, hashtag the game kitten with a $2 tip. Says, I'm late. Is the cartoony stuff out of the way? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, thanks for the tip, Emily. <laughs> Nick says, why get the pet monstrosity when you're just going to abandon it, AJ? He, he, refer- he calls me the serial abandoner because I keep finding better pets. And so I'm like, look, I've had it. It's been fun. Wait, you, you can't, know, you can't had, like leash it we up had a blast. Well, that was something I was hoping with the Frontiers update um, was that maybe you can build like a farm or something and yeah. and uh, and uh, keep them. But no, I mean the best thing, the easiest way thing you can do is really just save a base, put a base computer at that planet, and you can always go back to that planet and acquire them again because the Companions update was one of the biggest updates I've ever seen for this game. It like added a, so many more hours for me because now. You're not only like exploring and looking for new cool looking animals, but now you get to keep them and ride them and you can modify them and breed them and like all this crazy shit. Um, so super badass stuff, man. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm looking forward to checking this one out as soon as possible. Nice. Nice. Yeah. The, the one the one thing I loved about, um, you know, cats and Minecraft. He kind of heard them, put him in a fence, and just now, next thing you know, you have hundreds of cats in your little town. And so, I want hundreds of pet monstrosities in No Man's Sky. That'd be amazing. Anyway, you could have up to I think six. You could maybe have six pet monstrosities running around. That'd be pretty. Difficult. Well, not at the same time, but oh wait, do they? Do they all? I don't know. I think I'm confusing games now. Um, I don't think you can have them all out at the same time. It was yeah no no you can't, um, but you can you can feed them and make them grow you can make them like huge so, or you could have little tiny you can have little yeah. tiny monstrosities you can have giant monstrosities, but anyways expedition <laughs> three um, all no man's sky players rejoice this is awesome stuff I'm still I'm still dive I'm still di- uh, diving into the uh, frontiers update to seeing what what that's all about there's there's some depth to it um, so. Yeah. 
I still want to go back and play the Desolation update. I want I want to play those. Uh, we we only like took out one ship. That wasn't a time thing, right? No, and that's like for me, that's like where what you would love the most because yeah. it's like a horror themed. Well, you and I played it for like an hour, and I had a great time. But I was like, I you know to even get back to a ship like that, I'm like, I don't even know where to start to to do that. It's so much better than what we saw too. Oh, like, nice. Mine was bugged. Mine was bugged to where the ships wouldn't progress and unlock new things. Um, so like, yeah, I've, I've gone back to those derelict freighters and there's like way more like enemies and monsters and ghosts and whatever. Um, they're super cool. And I think, yeah, you would absolutely love it. Nice. All right, man. Well, we got some updates today. Uh, definitely some updates worth talking about. And the first one, uh, that we're gonna talk about is version 1.03, the update for Arashi Castles of Sin. Did you get a chance to play this? Uh, I know everyone probably saw my live stream, but did you get to play it, AJ? Arashi hype. Yes, I did. And uh, they uh, added a whole bunch of stuff. If you look at the um, thing that they posted, patch 1.3 is a PlayStation 4 Pro patch with improved resolution, improved anti-aliasing support, increased LOD distance, increased shadow distance, anti-tropic, an wait, anisotropic? Anisotropic. Anisotropic. And it's a trophic. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just guessing. Uh, <laughs> no, that's right. I was like, did they miss? Because I'm so used to the anti anti scopic mm -hmm. or antiscopic. Um, uh, so I was I was mixing this. Anisotropic filtering turned on. I have no idea what that is. I have to look that up. Um, and improved stability. And yeah, man. So I hated that I had to. The the main part that I really wanted to see was the safe house, the place with all the cherry blossoms. Um, and so I, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I had heard your thoughts on it. You had told me what you, what you were thinking, yeah. but man, for me, uh, I definitely noticed the difference. Is it a, it's not, it's not as much as like a PS5 patch would do, or right. it's not like this like unlocked resolution where dynamic resolution where you're on a PS5 and everything just looks perfect. But like the 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 safe house area was the big comparison for me, and it definitely looked more clear. Uh, in in overall, some of the bushes and stuff still the same. Yeah, I the, so when I first loaded into the safe house and saw the courtyard there with. To, to me, I was like, wait a minute, did, did the patch install? Because to me, I was like, wow, this is that was the one I was expecting to see the biggest difference on because the developers at one point had said, there's a bug. There's a bug that's keeping that area from looking the way that it's supposed to. And so when I didn't, so I was like, okay, well, they probably fixed the bug. And on top of that, we got this version 1.03 Pro patch. So this area is going to look amazing. That's going to be the biggest difference that we see. And I loaded into that and I was like, uh-oh. I was like, well, maybe they didn't fix the bug, and that's why this area still looks the same to me. And when I loaded into the game, I said, I don't know, man. I'm like, for me, it felt a little bit like a placebo effect. If they didn't say there was an update, I probably would have been like, I don't think I noticed an update. And so it, it didn't it didn't scream uh, anything major to me. You know, I talked to the devs, and they said that the resolution was actually improved by, like, 50% for the PS4 yeah. Pro. Um, yeah. So it is there. It is there, and I just don't know if it's the art style or the nature of the game or the, the, the lighting or whatever it is, but, but to me, it wasn't abundantly obvious from the get-go. I think it was already a really good-looking game, and that's what made it hard to tell at first. But the second I – luckily, I had so little time, but I was like, I have to see for sure. Yeah. And, 
And the things that I was looking for all passed the test. Um, that area, the trees looked a little bit clearer because that whole place, that first area, the game is beautiful originally, but that first safe house area was like smeared in Vaseline. Yep. And, and that's no longer the case. Now, like maybe certain parts are a little blurry here and there, but, but the whole thing is like clear. Everything in the game to me just looks a little bit more clear uh, when the enemies ran up to me, like they, I could see all the detail of the enemies. They weren't like these little fuzzy, like really hard to uh, distinguish the detail on them. Like you could see all that stuff a lot better, um, and that's what I noticed the most. And and yeah, I wish I had played this more recently uh, to, to get a better side by side comparison. Because if I had played this, I think the last time I played it was on stream, and I think that was launch day. I played it for I think a couple hours on launch day. Uh, and so that was a while ago. And, you know, as I love this game. And I think it's, you know, I think it's just going to keep getting better and better and better. Um, but to answer uh, the the Wandering Game Cat's question, uh, says, but is Arashi now a better game? Uh, I don't think it's, as I was saying during the stream, I don't think this is the patch that you that people were waiting for. Like, if you haven't purchased the game yet, you probably weren't like, oh, man, the graphics suck and I'm waiting for the graphics to get better. You were probably saying mm, the combat doesn't look so great uh, and uh, maybe I'll wait for that patch. And I do think that that's the patch we're going to be most people are going to be waiting for. So is it a better game? It's a slightly better looking game, but I don't think it, it doesn't play any better currently. Uh, so, you know, I, I got to tell you, man, yeah. I watched some of your stream uh, and I caught some of it as I was leaving work and I was listening and I saw what you were doing. I saw you swiping at the enemies yeah. and it was not registering. Dude, that does not happen. To me. <laughs> I crazy. even tried dude. I even tried to swing exactly the way you were swinging. It was like it was like a right hand cross kind of slash, and and I did that. Everything registered, and I was like, "What the hell is wrong with his game? There is something wrong with your game, dude." Because I, I'm telling you, and I don't think it was always the combat that was the problem. I think more specifically the sword fighting we wanted a little bit enhanced. For me personally, I wanted yeah, like the sword. Definitely. Which, so which, when I when I said combat, I definitely meant sword fighting. Like that's pretty right. much. It's the more specific to yeah. me because I felt like the combat is actually pretty good. Um, but the sword fighting, the feeling, I want the weapons to feel a little weightier and and feel a little bit more like simulated physics behind it. Um, but dude, that I I swung every single way <laughs> I I was taking on shinobis or where i was taking on uh ninjas samurais left and right yeah. and i was i was blocking i was trying to imitate what you're doing and i'm and i was swinging really fast i was swinging the same angle i was i was swinging from other angles and i could not replicate what you were doing so i don't know what's wrong with your game man but it's broken well this is this is the nature of bugs that's uh that's the problem that this is why games get released with bugs because the people playing it are people experience different things in different uh, in different situations, and who knows what the situation is that makes me playing it with the exact same controllers and the exact same camera on the exact same console with the exact same headset as you, but but that so for whatever reason, I've got a bug that makes me miss an enemy over and over and over when I swing too fast, and so that's I, I feel for developers out there because if you didn't know how difficult it is to make a game, well fucking. Good luck trying to bug test a game when, when especially a small team of people, in, I'm assuming most of them are not experiencing that bug. So it's like, how do you even fix a bug if you can't experience it for yourself? I mean, it's got to be, it's got to be frustrating as hell. 
Well, it's got to be. Fr- I know it's frustrating for you too, for as the player. <laughs> yeah, you, also yeah. That. you know, yeah. you know, it's 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 almost heartbreaking because I'm like, oh, like I want you to have the fun that I'm having when I play this, and I'm so excited to watch you play this update. And then I remembered this issue, and I was like, oh Grr. god, like, and it made it just it made it so painful to watch for me. And it seemed like, like it was worse. Why? It seemed like somehow this made it worse. <laughs> I was like, so over and over and over. Usually it's like you know once or twice. It's like I get it, and I'll do it again. Fantastic. But there was I, there was one battle in particular where I, I swiped nothing swiped nothing swipe like, you've got to be kidding me like what is going on right now i don't think i experienced the bug that frequently ever before uh, it is nice to see endeavor one in the chat by the way saying uh, version 1.4 coming at the end of the month uh so fingers crossed man fingers crossed and as far we got a couple tips here as well scott jesco psn harry fella psvr game cap for life with the two quid donations says hashtag hire aj and smash the like button game cats I didn't say it. Well, <laughs> nice. Yeah. That was pretty close. Took me a second. Yeah. Uh, we also got <laughs> Red Rover, the effing game cat with a $10 tip says, uh, anisotropic. See what I did there? Makes look like, uh, makes things look like ass. I actually looked it up uh, and it says, in layman's term, anisotropic fil- filtering retains the sharpness of a texture normally lost by MIP map uh, textures attempt to avoid aliasing. Uh, so... Yes, here's, here's, better te- better texture filtering is what Endeavor One said, and that I noticed that when I was playing, I noticed the textures looked better. They looked cleaner. They looked more detailed. They looked crisper. Like everything looked cleaner. a little bit, yeah. Like well, especially up close, it's like when you're standing five feet from something, it just looked sharper yeah. from standing that close than it used to. And I play this game a lot on Saturday night live streams, so I've been I have it kind of fresh in my memory. So that's helped a lot in my case. In all fairness, if you look at the patch notes, the image, it doesn't say improved resolution. It says improved resolution. And so, in case there, in case it was really just, <laughs> in case it really was a placebo effect, it they never they never actually claimed improved resolution. They said improved resolution, and I'm not going to Google that. I don't know what resolution yeah, means. I wonder if it is supposed to be anti. Trophic or uh, anti uh, scopic filtering or whatever, and it's just like anisocopic. I don't know what it's man. I don't know. I don't Neither know. Anti antiseptic filtering. <laughs> awesome. But listen, Arashi, no matter how you look at this update, Arashi is a fun game. Uh, it made our top 25 list. We love it, uh, despite a few uh, small gripes, and those gripes seem like they're being addressed. So, uh, very, very excited to see where Endeavor One takes Arashi. Speaking of games that required updates and finally got them, we got another one. Yes. <laughs> what was it, man? Talk to me. I guess we've seen here. It is the day of the uh, definition patch. Um, Sniper Elite VR, another game that recently made our top 25 lists, got nice. a huge uh, patch, a bunch of different. Uh, actually, this is a little bit different. This one, I think, is a, a lot of little things. Um, more so, I think the Arashi one was actually a lot bigger. But yeah, they added a slew of updates that uh, have added new difficulty modes, including customizable difficulty, where now you can actually select to have wind, uh, like the wind affect you, the bullet drop. Um, <clears throat> let's see, bullet drop, wind, the difficulty of the enemies and AI. Um, Which, I mean, right there, right there, I feel like that makes it a huge patch. Like, if, if all we got for this first update, for this first major update, was, hey, new difficulty levels, 
that's to me that's fantastic that's that's all this needed to be to say hey we got an awesome new patch for sniper elite here's a reason to replay it new difficulty levels i love that yeah i think i was pretty happy with the with the normal one i mean what there is a big difference especially if you want like that hardcore i guess it it kind of brings it more into that sniper sim mm -hmm. once you raise the difficulty which is good like if you want it to be more like a sim kind of thing simulated simulation um but the other thing was that they added uh i think it's fsaa it's a it's another anti-aliasing option which you can turn it off or on mm. and i believe this was on at first and now it's like set to off or, or i i don't actually know which which it was set to but mine was off and yep. and it looked to me seemed like it looked a little sharper i see this this update to me was almost night and day or i said because nice. it was the same thing that happened when firewall first gave us the option to turn off anti-aliasing it went from being a little bit a little bit fuzzy like everything was just a little bit fuzzy to being okay cool now we've got crisp clean edges i wish every game if any developers out there are listening i wish every single game especially for this generation of psvr gave us the option to turn off anti-aliasing because i think too many developers out there think oh these jagged edges look rough i would rather smooth everything out but when it's this close to your face it just looks blurry and it's like just turn that shit off man anti-aliasing takes up so much processing power on top of everything else that like just let us turn it off man like and and i think a majority of us Please speak your mind in the comments. I want it in the chat. I need to know if I'm alone on this. But I think games look so, so much better with anti-aliasing turned off. Um, sometimes it's a huge difference. Sometimes it's not. But I always prefer it off. Everything just looks a little cleaner, a little sharper. There's only one game that I prefer it on, um, and that's Firewall Zero Hour. Um, it's too jaggy once you turn the AA off for me. Um, but majority of games, I think like uh, Swordsman was one of the first because I I had it. I was like thinking to myself, no, I always like anti-aliasing on. Get rid of those jaggies and yeah, you you kind of you kind of uh, can sacrifice um, a little bit. Like it makes the picture maybe a little fuzzy mm -hmm. sometimes. But and and to me at least it was smooth when it comes to firewall. But then there's other games where it's like yeah, just turn it off and and it, the only thing you notice is like it's just much sharper now. Um, we have some good comments so, in the chat, man. LC2552 beats the musical game cat. says, damn, that got me hyped. Red Matter is a great example of that. Dude, being able to turn off the anti-aliasing Red Matter, it went from being a great-looking game to an extremely, extremely awesome-looking game. I just love the way Red the Matter best, looks without it on. One of the best-looking games. I'll say it over and over and over. One of the best-looking PlayStation VR games, hands down. Yeah, 100% agree. Um, so this was this was great, man. Every single time, you know, we got the I got the bullet cam, the kill cam, uh, and I got to see, or the X-ray cam, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, I was so happy. Uh, I was so happy because the seeing that all that up close looked a lot clearer, looked a lot better. I thought everything looking down the scope looked a lot clearer. I, I'm I'm excited to turn the difficulty on this up and play through it again. This is. I was really, really impressed with this, and especially especially when we first read the patch notes. We were like, uh-oh. Like, it seems like the other headsets were the ones that got the biggest updates. And, yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, man, there's no PSVR-specific patch notes that make me go, oh, this is going to be a much better-looking game. But all it took was being able to turn off the anti-aliasing, and now I'm like, oof, it, this is the improvement I was looking for.
Well, the other improvement I was looking for was they turned off the they they adjusted the blinders so now you can completely <laughs> I know Seriously. music to our ears right that one to me is like yes I'm super excited about that but that's one that's the kind of update that's like kind of hard to get excited about because it's like this should have been here day one yeah agree um but but that being said like thank God they did it because it was just like there was no point like an explosion would go off in the distance and like. And I guess when that would happen, it would shake the screen a little bit. So they felt the need. And I'm like, why Why did you even add this in here just to put blinders around it and, like, like can't even see it? So it was, like, such a weird design decision. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's officially gone now, which is great. Right. So not, not just the one when explosions go off, but also the one when you're in... Uh, when you're in cover, right? Which always felt confusing to me anyway. I was like, just fucking get rid of that shit, man. It's like, you, I'll know if I'm not in cover when an enemy spots me and goes, hey, you over there. I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> that's close. That's good enough for me. I do want to give a shout out yeah. to super cool video bro. The $10 tip says I'm a huge fan of the show. And this is the first time watching live. Still trying to think of a creative game cat username. Do you think NGVR will have a better viewing experience than the HP reverb G2? Okay. First things first, super cool video bro is a great name already. So I'd love it if it was super <laughs> cool video bro, the game cat. Like that, that is already a memorable name. I'd hate for you to lose your identity when uh, when you join the game cat community. I think, also, you can get, I think you can get a little bit more game cat adjacent with it. We'll see. Let me think about it. Oh, oh, AJ's going to ponder this one for the rest of the show. <laughs> now he's officially checked out of the conversation. He's just going to be <laughs> typing notes going, oh, super cool video cat, bro. No, no, no. I'm going to work on that. Uh, so I'm not familiar. i got to be honest. Uh, I'm not familiar with the HP Reverb G2. Uh, here, my, The extent of my other, uh, other VR experiences, I played the Oculus Go when that was a thing. Uh, I just picked up, you can see the white box behind me. I my Oculus Quest 2 just showed up today in the mail. Uh, so that's about to be hooked up in whateverness. And I've got a Quest 1. I've had a Quest 1 since soon after launch. Uh, so the Reverb G2, not in my wheelhouse, man. And so I apologize for not being able to do that kind of comparison. Been very PSVR I mean, focused for five years. So sorry. Yeah, for me, I, I don't care. Like, I mean, the, the next-gen VR for PlayStation is where it's going to be for me uh regardless i i don't i couldn't tell you about anything about the other headset as well i'm sure it has its plus ups and uh, pluses and minuses just like every headset does but i mean you want the you want the games you want the playstation exclusives you want those hybrid triple a titles um you want all of that and that's going to be on uh ngvr so games alone like headset could differ it could be better in one way or not doesn't matter to me the games are going to be here just like they've always been and uh yeah specs specs are not I, I don't care about a slightly higher specs if it doesn't have any games i don't there's just no reason for to care totally agree about the games uh but also i think that psvr2 and the power of the playstation 5 along with a bunch of different hardware rendering tricks uh and software rendering tricks are gonna are gonna make uh, this leap forward is so much bigger than we've ever seen before that I don't think we're going to be pretty much on par with PC VR headsets. Um, I, I think I think I think everyone's going to be pretty surprised too at that because they're like, oh, PlayStation Five, it's still a console; it's going to be outdated next year. Um, as far as PC is concerned, I think there's enough hardware rendering tricks that we're going to see that's going to keep us pretty much on par with PC for a couple of years. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. Uh, Sniper Elite's awesome, man. Sniper Elite's awesome, and I'm so excited that we got this uh, that we got this huge update. 
But that wasn't the biggest news for me today. I think the biggest news for me today was something much, much bigger. Stay out of the fucking chat. I see you typing. I see you typing. Listen, we got no, news no, that was much, much you. bigger. I, I can do it for two seconds, man. <laughs> there it is. I was just staring at the chat. I was like, when is comment? When's this comment? Get off show my up? case, mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You guys, hopefully you guys know I don't really care. I just like giving AJ a hard time about literally everything that he does. <laughs> so, everything. As his future employer, I'm trying to put the smack down early. <laughs> Oh, man. Dude, news came today that Sony bought Fire Sprite. How cool is that? Dude, that's amazing. <laughs> and, like, the story behind it goes even deeper than that. That is incredible news. The persistence is what they made before. This is this is the first acquisition of Sony of a company that we know for being, like, a VR company. I mean, you know, as far as I know, okay, so they, they had the, uh, the PlayStation blog. Mm -hmm. article this comes from herman holst head of playstation studios and he says after a number of years close to collaborating on several games together including the playroom and the playroom vr i couldn't be more delightful to welcome fire sprite to the playstation studios family as our 14th studio quite a few members of fire sprite come from sie's studio liverpool and we're thrilled to welcome them back Fire Sprite is a creative and ambitious studio that is exceptional at building incredible experiences that truly showcase the potential of our hardware. Building stuff that shows off the potential of hardware. What hardware do you think they might be getting ready to showcase, Brian? Well, I, I, I would have said PlayStation VR before today. But a lot of a lot of what these articles are saying, a lot of what uh, what PlayStation is saying, a lot of what Fire Sprite is saying, uh, they're saying that you know Fire Sprite's a really great studio to push uh, to push uh, hardware forward. But they're also a really great studio to sort of flesh out the the PlayStation catalog, the PlayStation stable of first party games. That they're doing things that other first party studios aren't doing, which is kind of crazy when you think how many first party studios there are. This is the 14th yeah. studio. Is like. You're telling me that they're doing shit the other 13 haven't been? And when you look at what Fire Sprite does, absolutely. Um, but they're but they're totally saying that just because their last game was a PlayStation VR game, don't expect that they are a PSVR or PSVR 2 exclusive studio, which I found right. fascinating. I was like, well, why wouldn't you be hiring them for that? Why wouldn't you be making sure that they're part of your first party uh, for that? And I think the answer is clear, AJ. I think because they're going to be a shining example of what a hybrid game can be. And so, yes, they're going to push PlayStation 5 forward, and they're also going to push PlayStation VR 2 forward simultaneously. Yeah. To me, I, I mean, I think that's an obvious thing from, from the leaks that we've gotten, so maybe not super obvious to... to but, um, but, yeah, I think their next game could definitely be a shining example of what a hybrid is capable of. The Persistence is already a hybrid. Um, they, uh, you know, they started with the PSVR version and then actually ended up making a flat screen version as well. And it translated perfectly. Um, you know, there is, there is a thing in the back of my mind that's saying, okay, well, there's one thing there's only, I mean, look, the persistence, I thought, I thought 2018 was going to be like the year of Moss and all about Moss. Moss was my most anticipated game, and, and I thought it was going to be, like, revolutionary. Um, 2018 had other plans. Uh, but I, And I still love Moss, of course. But when, like, Moss was my game of the year, and then out of nowhere, the persistence comes out, 
And I was like, I mean, I put in maybe 20 hours. I think it took me like 15, 15 hours to beat the main campaign um, the first time. And, and then I have a total of like 30. No, I have a total of like 40 hours in this game. Uh, and I've got the platinum trophy because it's just that good. I'm a huge fan of Bioshock 2. And I wanted Bioshock 2 in VR more than anything else. Still might get it. But then the persistence came out. And I was like, okay, I got my Bioshock. I mean, my uh, System Shock 2. Thank System you for Shock. clarifying that. I was like, yeah, there's yeah. no way you like Bioshock 2 more than Bioshock 1. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, System Shock 2. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it ended up being, like, my game of the year. And then, of course, like, Astrobot and Firewall happened. So it was a really competitive year. Um, but, yeah, that the persistence, I actually got tired of telling people how much they need to go out and buy it because, <laughs> because I liked it that much and just felt like I was – talking it was falling on deaf ears i felt like i kept saying over and over and over like the this game is incredible this is a top 10 top five even uh maybe uh psvr game yeah. and it's just super high quality yeah it, it was a little bit frustrating uh to see that happen uh because and and i mean i think the only complaint you could really lodge against the persistence at all was that you know people wanted the move support people wanted that extra level of immersion and i get you know i get why they made it dual shock 4 i get what they were doing but uh i and it would just be really difficult for me to say hey you shouldn't buy the persistence because they didn't add move support so yeah as one as one of the best playstation vr games uh it was interesting to sort of see how it all went down kind of like you know learn learn about what what the sales were like and then on top of that watch it become a flat screen game right not only not only a flat screen game but a but a cross platform flat screen game it, it came out for the switch it came out for the xbox one and it just felt to me like that sony was it, it felt like they were screwing up a little bit it's like sony had this amazing team that that made an amazing game for playstation vr and they were letting letting them go like losing gra their yeah. grasp on them and saying oh yeah go ahead make it for flat screen too if you need to make more money oh go ahead you know put it port it to other consoles flat screen if you need to make more money because this is this is not a game to me that screams amazing flat screen game this is this is a good flat screen game an amazing vr game uh, as a lot of vr games are in my humble opinion uh and so it's really nice to see sony kind of like rein them back in and say nope we, we let you do your thing hopefully you made some fucking money off of that shit <laughs> but now you're all ours and we're gonna move forward with you uh and i think it's i think it's important to note that sony is so laid back when it comes to telling their first party studios what to do they they trust all of these studios to do whatever their vision is um, and, I, and I think we actually saw, you know, that that doesn't always go over well. But for the most part, Sony doesn't tell their studios what to do like Microsoft does. Microsoft has killed studios before. <laughs> like Rare. Remember Rare? Oh. They, they, by, by, by making, uh, I think they did all the Kinect sports games or whatever the hell that was. And, uh, and then we never saw Rare again. Uh, so it's really nice to see Sony say, hey, we, we trust you, Fire Sprite. We like what you're doing keep doing your thing man and, and come do it for us exclusively i like that rare died for me when they remade conquer's bad for a day and changed the beer to milk how dare you um <laughs> so they they elaborated more on uh and they said uh, welcome to the playstation studios fire sprite oh that is so good to hear man mm -hmm. like the big deal to me is that 
you know, everybody's been wanting Sony to acquire some studios. So I was absolutely shocked to find that, oh, it's it's uh, it's Fire Sprite who makes a VR game. Like, this is this is a huge, like, maybe one of Sony's first, like, VR acquisitions is, is to me. So that's, like, huge news for us in so many different ways. I hope it's the first of many more. But um, they say, uh, they actually... Uh, chimed in themselves. They say, today is an incredibly exciting day for Fire Sprite as we join PlayStation Studios with the backing of Herman and the entire PlayStation family. We are very much looking forward to the next part of our journey. Fire Sprite, headquartered in Liverpool in the northwest of the UK, was founded in 2012 with the vision of creating games that bring new innovations to any experience we develop. The northwest is steeped in gaming history, producing many iconic developers, publishers, and games such as Wipeout, uh, many of our sprites developed and shaped. Oh, they call their oh, people sprites. <laughs> Fire sprites. Oh, it's so cute. Developed and shaped titles from this era. And we are very proud of those roots. Um, we've had the pleasure of working with many talented developers and publishers across the industry. And PlayStation in particular has been a friend and co-development partner for the best part of a decade. Collaborating together on many exciting projects, including the Playroom, Run Sackboy Run, and the Playroom V. So they do have some history, like a lot like White Moon Dreams, who I would love for Sony to get White Moon Dreams next. Um, uh, yeah, they've had a long uh, history with PlayStation, and that probably has something to do with this. They're based out of the UK. There's there's a lot of pride in in the the UK division, um, especially you know, like they they mentioned Wipeout. Um, Psygnosis, I know, was was out of UK before. Who made? I was just talking about Colony Wars, and um, you know, a lot of a huge bunch of other PlayStation games. So, uh, I know this Wars? means a lot. What did he Colony Wars? Huh? Yeah, uh, I know. Well, it's it's a lot of these people. Like, there's so many members. There's so many um, experienced developers that are like core people in that have contributed in several different ways from PlayStation uh, UK division a long time. Yeah, they made like Roll Cage. Uh, not not these people specifically, but... Right. Um, it was made up mostly Cygnosis employees, so I get I, I get why we're going down this path. I, I, the reason I brought up, I was confused because I remember them, they made G-Police, and I was like, wait a minute, they yes. also made Colony Wars, because I, I always thought of those two as kind of competing in my head back on the PlayStation 1, like which one's the better one, G-Police or Colony Wars? And... Uh, and I thought they were both pretty fucking cool. So it was nice to see. They I, th both. I think I'd go with Colony Wars, but they're both great. I think so. Yeah, I think I think the G Police sequels were far better than the first one. Um, but they 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 were so strange, man. Because obviously, like what the Wipeout games were always so slick to me. I remember when Wipeout XL came out, I was like, I can't believe this is running on a PlayStation One. And then I bought Destruction Derby Two almost because it was a Cygnosis game. And then I had the same exact feeling. I was like, how does this game look this good on a PlayStation 1? It was, the textures were super sharp, and it was running at 60 FPS, and it just looked amazing and felt amazing. Um, and then they started to have this weird downfall later on where they made these uh, this weird like uh, like hoverboard game, Cyberdeck or something like that. And then uh, City of Lost Children was their take on like a Resident Evil type game, and it wasn't that great. Um, but still, I mean, what an amazing team with an amazing history with PlayStation. Uh, so it's, yep. it's very, very cool to see these guys back. So I was listening to uh, Kind of Funny while I was working. Um, I really didn't want to because, like, I I, I don't want to – I didn't want to have any influence. But shout out to Kind of Funny. 
games because uh, they are awesome. Um, but it was a blessing in Andy uh, talking, and nice. I think Greg chimed in for a minute too. And um, they were talking about how uh, so, um, this company, Fire Sprite, is 250 employees. Yeah. And that's double, or that's, I guess, more than Media Molecule and um, the other first party studio, uh, Media Molecule. And, and Sony London Studio combined. Wow. Um, so huge, huge team that they have acquired. And they were also talking about how they are developing a couple different projects. Uh, sounds like they have a couple different things in the works, yeah. um, not just one project. So you'd have to imagine that's what's going on. Um, from what they said, they, they were probably going to be working on they're, – they're working on some really ambitious – game-changing multiplayer shooter, um, which sounds like a, there's a couple teams doing that. I think End Dreams is, is like working on that as well. Mm -hmm. um, they're also working on a dark narrative-driven game. Um, and then, you know, we also heard um, back a while back that they are that Fire Sprite is working on a huge multi-million selling IP. Yeah, and I think Brian. Now, I'm not going to say anything right now, but I need to do a little digging. But I think I have cracked the code, and I think I know what Fire Sprite's big IP is they're working on is. Yeah, this comes from actually a job listing back in, I think, 2019. I said, we're seeking experienced 3D modelers to work on a variety of projects. One of the projects is a globally recognized multi-million se million selling IP. Another is a big budget, big budget brand new IP. Um, in any case, the projects are exciting and are bound to be creatively stimulating, uh, which is where that came from. And it just continued to get uh, yeah, the gone further down the rabbit hole over the last couple of years with that. But yeah, you, you said that the, the team is 250 people. And back when the PlayStation 4 launched, uh, these guys, you know, we, we always give uh, we always give. Oh, shit, man. Uh, Impulse Gear. We give Impulse Gear so much credit for coming up with the aim controller right. and making Farpoint and saying, you know, and, and being like really some of the pioneers for PlayStation VR. But Well-deserved credit. Of course. And, uh, and But Fire Sprite was, was kind of there from the beginning, too. And they actually were there and helped develop the, the launch camera tech on the PlayStation 4 uh, and the Playroom. Uh, and that was, that was when the team was only 20 people. So just in the course of one generation, they, their team is 10... 12 times bigger than it was just one generation ago. Yeah. So these guys are yeah. absolutely killing it. Uh, so very, very cool stuff. Um, yeah. Might have been one of the... I, th I, th I think to outsiders, I think this might have been kind of like a strange acquisition. I think if you just saw, oh, they made the persistence, be like, really? <laughs> Don't you want to pick up a studio that's got a little bit more... Um, you know, a bit more of a catalog behind them. But I think these guys are... I love this move. I yeah. love this move. This is why I've always been a PlayStation guy because it's not about... It's not always been about what's going to make the most money. It's what's going to make the best games. And, and you know, my only concern, which I'm not very concerned about, is like we were saying, the, the, the persistence, as much as I love the game, it was limited to DualShock only. And you had an interview with them. You interviewed yep. Fire Sprite, and you asked about move controllers, and he almost acted like he didn't he didn't know what move controllers were. Yeah, he's like, what's and, that? <laughs> yeah, and it was like, what? I'm sorry. And so I hope that 
they, you know, I don't think this is going to be as much of a problem because we know that the the PSVR two headsets going to have the orbs. People are starting to come around. Developers are starting to become ed more educated, mm -hmm. um, taking a look around in the VR scene, seeing these immersive gameplay features, and having that basic understanding. Stuff like that puts Saints and Sinners on the top over Resident Evil um, when it comes to the gameplay and immersion, immersive gameplay, interactive gameplay. Um, it's just the move controllers, even with the drawbacks of tracking and whatnot, are still more immersive than the DualShock every single time. Um, but, but no, I don't. I, I wouldn't worry. I don't think it's a bad sign. But I because, like I said, the technology wasn't exactly there yet, and I think the technology is going to be a lot better to develop for this time around. This is this is something we go through every generation where something new happens. And, and everything takes a step forward in some innovative, like they, Sony tries to innovate. And then that first um, time they innovate, they go, okay, what worked here? What didn't work? They assess it. And then they, they um, you know, evaluate everything. And then they make improvements the next gen. And that's how PlayStation has been so successful from the core. But, but yeah, man, super exciting news. I am stoked for this. And uh, I can't wait to see what's on the horizon yeah this is um <clears throat> what i was going to say was that it might seem like a strange move from the outset when people if people aren't familiar with sony or how they do things or, or even fire spray but honestly like when it comes to seeing how xbox does something versus the way that playstation does something um watching watching microsoft buy bethesda for eight billion dollars i was like that's that's a pretty powerful move but that's buying an established company that's already done a series of things that, and, and no offense to Bethesda, I think that they've, they've done a lot of great things, and I think they've actually done quite a few cool things for VR, but it also feels like a company whose time has passed. That's, they're sort of, you know, they seem to be playing catch-up and trying to figure out how to update their engines to be more modern and, and, and keep up with the current stuff. They were killing it and very innovative a generation ago, but it, that, that would have been the time to buy them. You know, I feel like Bethesda is kind of like on their way out. Um, and, you know, especially after playing Fallout 4, it's like, okay, this is just kind of more of the same, even though it was a whole generation of consoles further than uh, Fallout 3. Whereas I think Sony recognizes talent in smaller studios. Uh, and I would much rather see Sony buy 20 small studios for the $8 billion that Xbox spent on one studio and, and, ba and basically bring us new and innovative titles all the time exclusive to playstation vr exclusive to playstation 5. i think there's just like it's such a different way of looking at the video game market the video game industry and i think mm -hmm. that it's the way that sony does it is much more future facing thing we're gonna we're gonna roll the dice a little bit because we believe in these companies and we believe in their innovation and their ability to, to commit to a console and really push that console to its limits which i think is exactly what fire sprite is going to be doing this generation yeah i cannot wait Yep. Super exciting times. Great pickup from Sony. Finally, you know, we were we were getting a little nervous about um, when we saw Facebook acquiring Beat Games and then uh, and then uh, what was the big big the Pop One devs? What are they called? Oh yeah, um, uh, big big something? box big box studios. Big box, yeah. Big so box. it's nice to see them kind of you know stocking up in their arsenal. Uh, you know, of, of developers, and, and I'll take Fire Sprite all day, every day. Yeah. They are awesome. Go play The Persistence, and you will understand. That that was a game, mind you, that came out when there weren't very many 
big games, and this is a f complete full-length game, fully featured. Um, got me into roguelikes, which I never really were super familiar with, but um, yeah, yeah. All right. Speaking of playing awesome games, I think it's time to play PSVR twenty questions. I think I'm the host this oh, time. Yeah. So also, uh, yeah. Real quick, Endeavor One has posted has reposted on Twitter the picture with the correct spelling. Nice endeavor. Way to go, Ninja Cat. Sorry, ah. sorry, Endeavor. This this video is here to stay. We have proof <laughs> of <laughs> of the original post. It's not going anywhere. Um, I apologize. <laughs> also, we have also there's the uh, PlayStation Showcase tomorrow. Um, PPO Kojima, the Silent Hill Game Cat says, "Do you think this is going to be the beginning of a buying spree of VR teams?" I don't know. I hope so. I'd like to see them get more. I, I like I said, this is a big this is a big bolster. To their uh, de developers, and yeah. you know, there's. They just I think they're gonna Housemark, they're gonna slowly. Man. Yeah, they just bought Housemark. I mean, um, there's. It's gonna slowly probably be like a slow acquisition. I don't think they're gonna rapid fire no. um, stuff, but but I think uh, I think Fire Sprite's gonna be working on something huge. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it sounds like they're working on three huge things, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, you again, you. It's 250 employees. Uh, I could I could see them making one game every few years. You know, I was just looking in the chat, and somebody's like, Bethesda makes one AAA game every four to five years, and Microsoft overpaid. I was like, well, here we are. We're getting some pretty quality titles, hopefully, from Fire Sprite, and there's going to be three of them this generation minimum. So that's really exciting stuff. Guys, PSVR 20 questions. I'm going to put six minutes up on the screen, and then you guys and AJ have 20 yes or no questions to ask me try to figure out what PlayStation VR game I'm thinking of. Are you ready? Let's do this, All right, cats. The timer's, got, timer's starting. Talk to me. All right. Does it use the aim controller? Yes. Go back to that oldie. Oh. Oldie book. Okay. Um, uh, is it... Let's see... So it's it's definitely an aim shoot, aim controller game that narrows it down significantly. Is there multiplayer? No. No multiplayer. Um, is it World War Two themed? It is not World War Two themed. Okay. Um. Ooh. Is it sci-fi? No. I, mm, no, I wouldn't say sci-fi. That's not the genre I would go for. Okay. But, I mean, you um, know, maybe, maybe a tinge, maybe a slant, possibly, yeah. Is it horror? That's the genre I would go for. Okay. That's five. Does it have... <laughs> does it start with a D? No. That's six. No, it, do it doesn't start with a D? It does not start with a D. Interesting. So it's a horror shooter with the that supports the aim controller. <sighs> um, You're off and running. Is man. it made by Phosphorus Studios? Wow, this isn't going to take long. Seven. Yes, yes, it is made by, <laughs> made by Phosphor. Phosphor Studios. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I should have said so, no just to give you a really hard time because that's <laughs> what you would have done that to me. 
Well, now I gotta remember the name of the game because now I'm I'm having a brain fart. I can't remember. You remembered Phosphorus Studios, That's... but you didn't remember. <laughs> okay. Um, guys, cats. What's the name of the game? That's... Oh, thank you. Okay, is it Brookhaven Experiment? It is the Brookhaven Experiment. That might thank be. Thank you, Secrets of. One of the fastest, fastest twenty questions ever. The fact that you get the aim and the horror right off the bat, man. I think that was pretty good. That was pretty good aim, stuff. Dude, I know my aim games, baby. Yeah, for I sure. know my Brian. But, Let um, me just tell you, right. I know my aim games. <laughs> Albert says Pancake right. House. Oh, man, that's definitely where we should have been going with this. Pancake <laughs> House would have been way more difficult to get. Yeah, probably. Brookhaven Experiment, awesome launch title. Got, got aim support after the fact. So has move support otherwise. Uh, I love Brookhaven. Definitely one of my favorite wave shooters. That and Shooty Fruity. I think if you have those two, you don't need any other wave shooters on PlayStation VR. Those are two of the best. Brookhaven was one that I watched, um, you know, before I worked with you. Uh, it was one that you and Des were doing Why We Love. Oh, yeah. And Lee Bonner, who, mm -hmm. like, he con he's he been commenting forever. He, like, totally convinced me. He was, I was like, I don't know. I'm on the fence. And, and he was like, you got to do it. And I get, I got it, and I actually really, really enjoyed it. And I never beat it. It's super hard. But, man, what a good wave shooter, which is not something we can say very often. I hope Lee Bonner's still out there, man. There's like so many, so many cats' names are just like ingrained in my head that from oh, that yeah. I, I won't, you know, the second you say their name, I'm like, oh man, fucking Lee Bonner. So man, if Lee, if you're out there, man, say hi. Shout out to you. Shout out to Lee for, for convincing AJ to buy Brookhaven. <laughs> All right. All right, you guys, that's going to do it for another episode of PSVR Gamescast Live. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today on uh, this amazing, amazing day for PSVR. Arashi got patched. Sniper Elite VR got patched. We got awesome news about Fire Sprite. What an amazing day. No Man's Sky Expedition number three. I mean, man. Right? Let's go, man. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Very exciting stuff, man. So uh, so I'm very excited to see what happens for the rest of the week. Uh, are we, you know, I, I'm, I'm assuming uh, you won't be around for tomorrow's uh, PlayStation uh, PlayStation I will not. stream. My job's uh, been kicking my ass this week, but I'll right. be back soon. Guys, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that I'm gonna be I'm gonna be streaming it just because everyone keeps asking me if we're gonna stream it. I don't think there's gonna be any VR content. It doesn't sound like there will be. Definitely not next gen VR, but possibly, kind of, possibly, who knows? Maybe current gen VR. It doesn't sound like it, but who knows, man? Maybe we should just do it anyway because I want to hang out with all the cats. And so stay tuned. We'll do that tomorrow. I think it's 1 p.m. Eastern or something along those lines. We'll figure it out. Uh, but come back tomorrow. We'll do that. I want to give a shout out to Miles Dyer who runs our Instagram account, Jay Meow, who's taking care of our website and making sure that this show gets up on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts and a bunch of other streaming services. I want to give a shout out to You Got Cold Yogurt with the $10 tips. This PC is a mess. There are more new headsets coming out, but no AAA VR, PC VR games to look forward to. NGVR can't come out soon enough. Games. We agree with you. Games are important. I've been seeing a surge in my channel lately. I'm sure you have too. I think, I think this flurry of games has actually revived psvr a little bit <laughs> given some life in the old girl that's right uh absolutely but um, a lot of new psvr owners uh, and i think the sale uh, brought a lot of people dark. back a lot of people took their uh, headsets out of the closet for whatever reason they disconnected i don't know why yeah. but they did and now they're like oh i'm gonna get up all these games on sale and they seem to be back and they, they, they're definitely flooding in so if you're a new playstation vr owner congratulations on your purchase tons and tons of games to get caught up on and if you're just pulling it out of the closet man don't put it in the closet right it's not where it belongs it belongs on your fucking face
that's it. We also <laughs> want to give a shout out to uh, um, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, who puts all the timestamps uh, for this show in the description after the fact. Uh, thank you so much for doing that, man. I can't believe you're still doing it. Uh, and also, of course, all the moderators who make our lives infinitely easier here and on Discord. Guys, make sure you head click that link in the description below. Join us over on Discord. Join us. Uh, this conversation happens 24-7. That's where we all squat up. That's where the meetups happen. That's where the nightly box VR sessions happen. Uh, and, of course, we got the question of the day. All sorts of reasons to keep coming back to the Discord. That's it. I think we should cue the cat. Cue the cat, Brian, and I will see you guys Friday. Daniel Williams. Guys, I'm so excited. I've got so many VR games to play. No Man's Sky, Arashi, Sniper Elite. Uh, got my backlog with Static and, and uh, Shooty Fruity. I am drowning in PSVR. Goodness, Rody the Game Cat, thank you so much for posting the Discord. Trust me, Mod and House Beyond Your Best Behavior. Secrets of, thank you so much for the assist there. Ben Dawson, Blue Jew, the Underground Game Cat Elite Name Squad in the house. Guys, son, fist bump to you. Time to play with Game Cats. Uh, hello, Aceville the Attack Cat with the patch. Says, uh, Arash. Wait, Aceville the Attack Cat with the patch. That, that <laughs> you should change your name. <laughs> that was his comment, but it totally sounded like it. Arashi might be better than Ninja Legends now, AJ. Till Friday, Cat Swipe. Oh Arashi was oh, always better than Ninja Legends, hey, Aceville. Thank you so much. Oh. <laughs> Legend Gabriel, <laughs> Gabriel 004, the license meow game, cat meow meow, meow meow, meow meow meow. Grammar's yeah. 3K, the non VR game cat. Hope you've been well, my friend. Dan, uh, Dan Keeper, some fat underground game cat with the rock and roll fingers. Let's go, metal. Uh, all you are is history. Uh, defunct bomb, bro. The Game Cat. I was going to say the Funkadella Game Cat, but I get those two mixed up. Nihilus Ryan, the Game Feline, Delirium Drew VR, what up, homie? And Jabba One says, hit the like, Tarzan. Hit the like, Tarzan. Tarzan, hit like. <laughs> Johnny Nobaka, aka the Udak Game Cat. Finally, you got cold yogurt. Thank you so much for the donation, my friend. And yeah, man. Miles Dyer says, Baba Booey. That, that's a weird thing to say. Do people still watch Howard Stern? Is that a thing? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. He's probably more popular than ever. I'm like, I haven't heard of anyone say the word Howard Stern or the name Howard Stern in probably 15 years. Yep. yep. Not, but, not even Howard Stern says Howard Stern anymore. Can we go snuggle? I mean, not you and me, just everybody. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're nearby, I mean, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking, thank you. No, whoa. <laughs> Watch out, ladies. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. We love you.